Hey, welcome back to another day, another vlog. Good to have you all back again. The shift change night, Tuesday. Um, yeah, pretty quiet day actually. It was very unusual for a Tuesday. Normally it's hectic on the last day before we swap over the night shift. But um, yeah, no, it worked out pretty good. So, and the other thing on that was, it was really quiet in the tech world. So yeah, it's a little bit of a quiet day. Um, going to talk about a couple of things, a little bit of stuff with uh, internet Starlink, some Apple stuff, uh, some the pricing for those Canon lenses, and the Melbourne Cup today. That was the, probably the biggest news for Australia. The Melbourne Cup still running, even though COVID on. Uh, Melbourne just got out of their lockdown, but um, somehow it's, it's still run. I don't think there was too many people at the track. It looked pretty bare when I watched the replay. Um, but yeah, now on a sad note on the Melbourne Cup, I do want to say, uh, yeah, poor old one, poor old horse, um, Anthony Van Dyke, part the horse broke its fetlock during the race, the poor thing, and they had to put it down. So yeah, terrible, terrible news for the owners of that horse. Uh, yeah, there's, we, they're all fogging up. Never want to see a poor animal get hurt. Um, yeah, unfortunately, there's been seven die in Melbourne Cups, so. A real tragedy, actually. Um, poor old, poor old fella. Um, yeah, you can you can see the footage. It sort of died, come around the last bend, and it sort of just pulled up. And yeah, obviously, it's a tough, tough game racing, and it's hard on the jockeys and the horses. And yeah, fortunately, horses they if they get something wrong, they generally get put down. So it was just terrible news. But congratulations, thirty to one. The winner was just insane. Um, Twilight Payment Way, I think it was, Twilight Payment, yeah, Pavement, I think it was, 30 to 1, wow, awesome, uh, and then Tiger, Tiger Moff was second with Prince of Aaron third, Tiger Moff I probably would have got on, <laughs> but it would have come second, so I would have probably lucky to give me money back, but yeah, how's that, a winner, 30 to 1, if whoever's got bets on that one today, would have done pretty well, I reckon, uh, that's a damn good bet, 30 to 1, you'd be very, very happy. Uh, if they did, they're probably having a few beers now to celebrate. So yeah, good to see they got the race done. Uh, obviously, Melbourne, as if you haven't, if you're from overseas, Melbourne Cup's the, one of the biggest horse races on the planet. Uh, it's normally a massive affair with hundred thousand people turning up to it. Obviously, Melbourne's just come out of a major lockdown from COVID. I don't think there was many. It did look like there was a few people on the sidelines. I don't know how big it was and how many people were allowed in. Uh, I'm sure it would have been heavily retracted from former years and would have been full masks and all sorts of rules in place. So, uh, look, they, they got it done. We've got Major League Baseball got done. We're coming into NFL. They'll get that done. We're adapting, I guess, to this new way of life. Uh, it's not like it used to be where you could do that. Um, I think we're probably... Would, as I said the other day, we don't even know about any sort of vaccines. No one's even talking about a vaccine anymore in government, so which is really, really weird. I still think that's crazy that all of a sudden after June, when they all went into the last stage of trials, before they pumped this vaccine out, that now we hear nothing. I, I still think that's a little bit crazy. But um, we're still getting stuff done, so it's good to see they got the Melbourne Cup done. They didn't have to put that off, uh, which is sort of bodes well, I guess. The Olympics has got reset till next year, so I'm sure they'll find a way to do the Olympics now. They've had 12, they'll have another 12 months to <clears throat> plan around it and work out a way that no matter what, they can get that done. So, yeah, look, 
sports are going to happen. People need to still do stuff. It's a massive industry too. Uh, a lot of people rely on the money from these uh, races as well. So it's part of their salary. So you've got to keep those people employed as well. So it's it's, it's not just a about a bit of fun. It, it's a, a big industry. So uh, congratulations to winner and obviously poor, poor old uh, Anthony D- Van Dyke owners. Uh, condolences to you. Not fun. Now, on to some f- more funner stuff. Starlink. Uh, we, I have mentioned a few times they have asked for early adopters to come on and try it out. Uh, that's in the States and Canada majority of. Um, they're now saying they're getting ready to do the pricing and everything for that. Now, it's they, they've, they've readapted, or not readapted, they've readjusted the speeds that they're predicting to start with. So it's at the moment, and it was quite funny actually, I thought, I uh, did chuck a comment on uh, Lou Laters there when he was talking about it. Uh, they're saying that now it's probably only going to be 50 to 150 megs a second. <laughs> I was like, wow. If I think most Australians, if we get 50 to 100 megs a second with our poxy 20, 20, 30, 40 billion dollar NBN we just all got hosed for from our government, uh, which is a friggin' optical fiber straight to a house. We can't even get those speeds. So how, how, like, yeah, that's just mind-boggling that uh, we can get satellites in the air that shoot down better speeds than what we're getting out of a friggin' hard wire. That's just insane. How bad is the NBN in Australia? It's just a, I know it's a big place and you've got to do a lot of things, but even still, we're all got optical fibre now, or even where I've got, I've got fibre to the premise, and I still can't get 150 megs a second. So that's just ridiculous. Now, price-wise, obviously, it's going to get better as it expands and more people. Um, there is a $500 US setup fee, and that uh, some sort of tripod or something you've got to set up, uh, call, and you get a router as well. So you've got to have that, and then it's 100 bucks a month, and then you get those speeds. I'm assuming it's unlimited data, so <clears throat> there's nothing in there about a data cap. It's just only speed, so that's pretty cool. 100 bucks a month. That's what I pay more than that now. So if it comes, if we can get it in Australia for 100 bucks a month and get 150 megs uh, a second, uh, download and upload, that would be insane. And yeah, catch you later, Telstra. That'd be pretty much the end of Telstra. My dealing with Telstra, I would be telling them to go jump. Very be, I'd be very happy to see the back end of Telstra. I actually talked to Telstra today uh, to chase up a bill, and they said they couldn't find anything wrong with it. Even though I paid $30 more than last month, but they can't see the issue. And it took me 45 minutes to get an answer through their messages. So, yeah. Anyway, I, and while I was there, I did ask him about how my iPhone 12, which I pre-ordered, uh, how, what sort of time frame. And there, apparently, the Telstra line is four to six weeks delay in the phone. Now, you can go and buy them in the shops everywhere at the moment, but... For Telstra, it's four to six weeks, so that's going to be after Christmas, as I think I predicted. I said a few times we're not going to get to see them till after Christmas, uh, and where because I'm a small business customer, I'm way down the bottom of the food chain, and we all know money talks. So they'll be going out to the big companies first and giving them to all their mates first before they look after the little guys. So yeah, be I'd say January before I even see an iPhone 12. So it's probably good because if it's no good and there's a heap of bad reviews, I can just go, oh, I don't want it now. <laughs> so yeah, very interesting. 
But um, yeah, that's my joys of Telstra. So yeah, Star Starlink. Uh, they're calling it the better and nothing, better than nothing plan or program. And as I said, they they like were apologising straight up that they're only going to get fifty to one hundred and fifty meg. They were planning like gigabytes a second down and upload speeds. Uh, and I'm assuming that is going to come down the track. I, I can't see them not getting there. So I think this is going to affect a lot of telecommunication companies across the globe. Uh, that's why Amazon's jumping in on it and doing the same thing. Telstra's in there. So, yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, now, it's got latency for you gamers, and I think gamers are probably going to be the ones that are going to be interested in the speeds as well. 20 milliseconds to 40 milliseconds latency. So a little bit of delay to start off. Again, that's going to get better as we go. Now, they did say that better than nothing basically means that a lot of the areas they're going to be targeting, especially like Canada and <clears throat> in the United States, is places where they don't have access to 5G or 4G or towers out in the bush uh, on farms and stuff like that or in the wilderness in Canada where... Normally, you just can't get service. Uh, now, you're going to be able to just hook it up, put your tripod outside your, your cabin, take it with you on the holidays, put put your tripod outside, uh, put the receiver on there, hook it up to your uh, router, and then you've got gigabytes or hundred, at least 50 to 100 megs a second of data wherever you go. So you can go and work. If you're a book writer and you need to send stuff off to your publishers, you can go out and sit out in the wilderness and be in the middle of nothing with no one to annoy you and do your thing and still be able to send your stuff off. So I think that's really cool. Uh, good for photographers as well. Uh, if you're out bush and you're doing a maybe a month, you want to go on a month thing and you've got to keep doing the YouTube videos and getting them up, uh, theoretically, you should be able to go out, <clears throat> do your videos, edit them at your campsite, and then just keep uploading them each week and not come home. So you could do like a two or three month swing out and just not come back and never have to worry about having good internet so very cool looking very excited about the starlink side of things so stay tuned i'll keep you up to date as i hear more about that um apple has that's the other big thing today apple has announced it's the last one for the year we knew we we're going to get another one out of them uh it is november the 10th in the states it's the 11th for us it's 2 a.m in the morning on the 11th <laughs> wow uh luckily for me that's my last night shift so i'll be able to watch it live um, but this is going to be the big one. This is the, like the iPhone 12 was everyone was waiting for. I think actually this is going to be the big one. All the rumors, um, the invite is pointing towards the new MacBooks, and we all know what's coming in the new MacBooks. That's the ARM chips. So this is the whole new platform, the whole new mobile system that Apple's going fully self-contained, their own processors, the end of in, the uh, Intel experience. Um, so yeah, it's going to be huge. I think for more reports and all testing on everything else they've done, like the i4, the A14 chip in the i12, A12, sorry, iPhone 12 is doing really good now. It's going to basically have a A14X chip in it. So, and everything's looking towards these are going to be better than even my 16-inch MacBook Pro with the Intel in it. So, unfortunately, mine's sort of probably already out of date and out of whack, but it. It's still amazing. I still love this computer. It's doing so so well over the last one. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a massive show. And there's like a lot of people are saying this is going to change computing, uh, change laptops, and change the way we do our mobile, I guess, creation and stuff like that. So going to be huge, going to be a big show. 
Um, I'm anticipating Apple's thrown a lot into this one. They really needed A to work and B to show off what they that they're better than everyone else. This is a big chance for them to pull something out like when the iPhone came out. iPhone blew everyone away, changed the world. Well, I think this is the sort of event that you'll be one that you, yeah, I watched that one when that happened, like I did in 2007 when I seen the iPhone in New York on holidays. Said, I've got to get one of these phones. These are going to be huge. And obviously they were and it, was a, and it changed the world. So, and I think these um, Macs, that smaller five nanometer chip and like more power than like an eight, nine, 10 nanometer I, Intel now, it's gonna, it's, yeah, it's just amazing what they can do with technology and that's gonna be a big one. So get ready for that. Now those Canon lenses, we talked about the little Coke can 70 to 200 and the 50 mil uh, 1.8. Got some prices now that they've, they've leaked out early, still haven't been released by Canon. I did go check on uh, Australia and US, still nothing out as yet on the release of them or when, the, when what date that's gonna be. Um, but the 50mm 1.8 STM, that's going to be 200 US dollars. So that's like a pretty good deal. That's that's a great entry level little portrait lens, uh, sort of a dual roll little prime. Uh, that'll that'll sell pretty well, I think. The 7200 F4L, so it's not the 2.8, so it's the F4, $1,300 US. Oh, Jesus Christ, those L, L lenses are like freaking gold, man. <laughs> I thought actually, I think I said to you yesterday or when I had the photos up, this might be like a, a good entry point. $1,300, that's $2,000 Australian dollars for a friggin' lens. Uh, that you, and it's a telephoto, yeah, you're gonna use it a bit, uh, but not all the time. That's like, that's more than a camera. <laughs> you can get the RP with a 24 to 105 on it for 999 US dollars, but that one lens is another $400 US on top of that. Canon, you get these, get these prices down. Um, I know it's a, it's it's obviously going to be fantastic quality. It's an L lens. I'm, I understand all that. I, I can't imagine them being cheap to make and I can only imagine what it takes to build them. But yeah, just it's so much money. It's like, oh no, man. <laughs> just makes it so hard to even think about full frame. Yeah, and I think that's what stops a lot of people with cameras and why they just go to their phone because like you get a I get an iPhone 12 or an iPhone that'll take a good photo and to get a full frame one you gotta spend three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars just to get a freaking camera. It's yeah, not alone all the all the rest of the stuff. So yeah, it makes it oh it's just yeah. What do you do? That's life in it. <laughs> you can't have everything for nothing, but uh, look, it's a can't wait to see it. Super tiny, like it's gotta be that big for a seventy two hundred. The technology is just insane what they're doing. So yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. And I'm assuming we're going to see that in the next couple of days. Now that we've got that out, tomorrow will be the mini, <laughs> and on the, the sorry the DJI Mavic Mini 2, which we already has basically been released due to that stuff up by Best Buy. Um, and it was quite funny on Instagram today. They had their teaser Instagram stuff, and they've got the videos up on YouTube now. The teaser. I think it's something like uh, create a dream or something like that. So they've got all their marketing coming to preempt uh, pre the DJI Mavic Mini 2. And unfortunately, there's a heap of people on there that hadn't even realized that this Mavic Mini 2 had been sold in New York. So uh, yeah, the cat's already out of the bag and everyone already knows everything about it. It's already been an unboxing. The whole works is already done and dusted. 
Um, so it was actually quite funny and there was a heap of people uh, really digging into DJI and, and stirring them up and mentioned it, dropping in the Best Buys and uh, I wonder if it's 4K and got a light on it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so it was quite funny in that respect, I thought. So hopefully they've got a sense of humor, DJI. <laughs> it was uh, it was worth a good laugh. And it's, it's pretty bad for them because they've probably spent a crap ton of money on the... Um, marketing campaign for this thing and now it's just been all a waste because we already know everything there is to know <laughs> so yeah anyway that's that so we've got a few things we've got the mavic mini we've got the apple event next week so mavic mini's coming out tomorrow yep that should be good so we'll talk about that uh i don't think i'll do a show tomorrow morning because i'll i'll be tomorrow so it'll be thursday morning before i see you again so i'm gonna go out and shoot a video tomorrow Going to duck out, I think, to Bob Falls and a, and a bit of surroundings, see if there's any water around and see what we can get with Benny. Uh, he's going to come out for a walk, so it should be pretty cool. Rightio, I'll see you all again tomorrow. Have a great evening, and yeah, if you're coming this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. Thanks for stopping by.